Today is Friday, November 5th, 2021, and here are three things you need to know to be smart today. John Durham has struck again. Russian analyst who helped compile the Steele dossier has been arrested. It is amazing what a rat's nest these people created. It is the largest corruption scandal in the history of American politics and... The history of American politics will not remember Don Lemon very well. Don Lemon was called out for vacationing maskless in Florida. Remember how much CNN hated Florida? Ron Death Santis? Well, Don Lemon was soaking up the sun rays inside of the uh, former COVID hotspot. Now the best place for COVID in America, actually, and the worst place uh, in America is probably being inside of Joe Manchin's garage because far-left activists followed him into his own parking spot and mobbed him as Democrats flail furiously to try and get something passed for Joe Biden. Their newest tactics are utterly humiliating. We'll get into all of it. My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show. All right, ladies and gentlemen, happy Friday. It is a good news week. This week has been filled with fantastic news. You have seen the power of the Let's Go Brandon movement from coast to coast. You have watched as the leftists who wish to control every aspect of your life, the tyrant bureaucrats who wish to shove down their authority on the air that you breathe, the injections your kids must take in order to learn at school, the injections you must take in order to put bread on your table. They want to monitor your bank accounts. They want to see where you're putting your money. These people are such childless losers. They truly are such meaningless losers. They have nothing good going for them in life, so they have to try and control you. As Tucker Carlson said, the difference between me and a tyrant leftist modern-day Democrat is that I don't wish to control anyone. I can't think of a worse thing than controlling somebody. These people can't help themselves because they have nothing in life. They don't do anything. They don't create anything. They have no purpose. They have nothing productive that they do. The rest of us are out gardening and mowing our lawns, raising our children, creating something productive in society, doing something with our hands or our brains, providing a good or a service. Has Nancy Pelosi ever created something that you would want to buy on Amazon or Walmart, Target, a knickknack store, or wish? Has Joe Biden ever done anything with his hands, ever worked or labored with his hands, and created a product or a job that you would be proud of, that you would want to purchase in the open marketplace? Of course not. Chuck Schumer, it's the same thing. Barack Obama, it's the same thing. None of these people build, none of these people make, none of them are part of the productive part of society, they're part of the parasitical part of society. And the parasites in our society want one thing alone, and that is more power, more power, more control over your life. There is no such thing as communism. There is simply the power vector of understanding control over people's lives and the weaponization, the muscle of it. That is the goal of these people. It is their downfall as well as you see them being swept aside by voters. Again, from coast to coast this week, you are starting to see the inside rat's nest the cockroach house of the authoritarians collapse now with the Durham report. John Durham has issued more indictments this week, and you are starting to see giants get 
felled. The giant slayer is coming through. David versus Goliath. Goliath has his weak points. And boy, did they ever think they were going to get away with one with this Russian dossier. This is going to be their undoing. Again, the parasite class just wants power. They were getting scared of Donald Trump in 2016. They were saying, holy crap, looking at their own internal polls and saying, wait a second, running Hillary Clinton, probably not a good idea. This was probably not a smart move. And Donald Trump is destroying her. And all of these fake suppression polls, it doesn't match her actual internal polling that says that this guy could actually win. The Hillary Clinton campaign, if you go through and read the memoirs, they're like, uh, we had polls that say that Donald Trump uh, could really win. He definitely had a path to victory. We weren't saying this publicly. So what did they do? They created the fake dossier. Hillary Clinton and the DNC paid Christopher Steele and Fusion GPS, which is just like a research organization run by former disgraced journalists, to produce a document to slander Donald Trump. It's the classic wrap-up smear. It's just classic disinformation. These people drone and moan on and on and on day and night about misinformation and disinformation online, yet they are the number one purveyors of misinformation and disinformation from foreign countries. What we found out in the filing that led to an arrest, a single arrest, but will probably lead to many arrests with John Durham yesterday, is that this entire document was not only fabricated, but probably fabricated from Russian intelligence, that there were Russian intelligence agents leaking or giving misinformation straight from the KGB, straight from the halls of the Russian Politburo, uh, leaking it, and then it being disseminated and shocked to our media our greedy-ass media just lapping it up. And then these lies effectually corrupted and destroyed a duly elected presidential administration. I mean, you can say it destroyed it because really all the time and energy that was spent on defending this thing, on defending against this thing, it was just a rat's nest of lies the whole time. So let's read the uh, the facts of what happened. Uh, this happened late yesterday. Igor Dranchenko, a Russian analyst who worked with Christopher Steele, the author of the dossier of rumors and unproven assertions about Donald Trump, was taken into custody as part of the Durham investigation. Dranchenko, who con- contributed to the dossier of Democrat-funded research into uh, between Russia and Donald Trump, was arrested Thursday on charges of lying to the FBI about his sources of information, uh, among them an associate of Hillary Clinton. The indictment, the third criminal case brought by Durham, and the second in a two-month span. Five-count indictment accuses Dranchenko of making multiple false statements to the FBI when interviewed in 2017 about his role in collecting information from Christopher Steele, a British spy who was paid by Democrats to investigate connections between Trump and Russia. According to the indictment, Dranchenko repeatedly lied to the FBI about his sources of information, and the deception mattered because the FBI devoted substantial resources in attempting to investigate and corroborate the allegations. The dossier had relied in large part on the research obtained by surveillance warrants. The indictment says that Dranchenko misled the FBI by denying that he had any discussions uh, about the dossier with contacts who had worked in the Clinton campaign. That was a lie. Once again, it's a lie, and now we actually know the contact that he was using. It's a guy uh, named Dolan. Charles Dolan is a longtime lawyer who has worked in high-end capacities inside of the Clinton universe and the Clinton campaigns. Dolan was the state chairman for the Clinton-Gore campaigns in 1992 and 96, 
and he was appointed to positions in the State Department uh, in the Clinton administration. Uh, it is thought that he was also connected by Fiona Hill. You may remember Fiona Hill, a star witness in Trump's impeachment. So the rat's nest is starting to be lit on fire now. You have a real problem here where a grand jury is going to be looking at this evidence and say, wait a second, this is just political collusion. Political collusion in order to rig an election against an American. As Americans, we have a right to run for office and stand for office and not have foreign interference and lies shopped through our media by our political opponents. These are false flag operations. This is disinformation. And the people who compiled this dossier are most likely all going to be going to jail. Now you're able to see how they did it. It's very simple. The Clinton campaign said, Trump scares us. Create a fabricated document about Donald Trump. The scumbags at Fusion GPS and Christopher Steele used this guy, Dranchenko, who's a low-level guy, uh, in order to fabricate a document about Donald Trump. All of the things, the PP tape, Donald Trump, the Alpha Bank, all of these fake allegations against Donald Trump, there's not a lick of truth to them. They have not found a single corroborated thing inside of the Steele dossier. None of it. Nonetheless, they leaked it to the media. They sent it out to the media, and that's called the wrap-up smear. The wrap-up smear is very simple. It is you take a piece of opposition research that you paid for. It can be founded in truth, but it's probably just a lie. And then you shop that through the media. Then you go out to the cameras, to the press, and say to the media, oh, wow, did you see it was reported here that this person did that? Wow. And that's enough in order to raise questions and get, get more reporters questioning it. So that's called the wrap-up. This is exactly what they did. You know, Nancy Pelosi actually brags about this in a what should be a far more famous clip. Nancy Pelosi gave up the entire game. Listen to this. Self-fulfilling problem. You demonize, and then you... It, we call it the wrap-up smear. If you want to talk politics, call it the wrap-up smear. You smear somebody with falsehoods and all the rest, and then you merchandise it. And then you write it, and they'll say, see, it's reported in the press that this, 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 and this, so they have that validation that the press reported the smear, and then it's called the wrap-up smear. Now I'm going to merchandise the press's report on the smear. That we okay, now that you've heard Nancy Pelosi talk about the wrap-up smear, now go and listen to Robbie Mook the night that the WikiLeaks uh, email drop happened, where WikiLeaks published a bunch of damaging emails about the Clinton campaign. Here is Robbie Mook on CNN saying precisely what Pelosi said. He's doing the wrap-up. The whole thing, it's perfect. The performance is perfect. Jake Tapper, even to his you know marginal credit, goes, you don't have any evidence for this. Robbie Mook says, it's the Russians working with Trump. The reason this is all happening is it's Russians. If you, if you publish this, you're publishing Russian disinformation. They did the same thing with Hunter Biden's laptop. How many times are we going to fall for this? They did the same thing with Hunter Biden's laptop. If you publish this, you're publishing Russian disinformation. Well, will you, do, do you have any evidence, he's asked. And Robbie Mook says, well, it's been printed by experts. It's been printed by people. It's in the press. 
And uh, other experts are now saying that they are the Russians are releasing these emails for the purpose of actually helping Donald Trump. I don't think it's coincidental that these emails were released uh, on the eve of our convention here. And and that's disturbing. Uh, and I think we need to be concerned about that. I think we need to be concerned that we also saw uh, at last week at the Republican convention that Trump and his allies made changes to the Republican platform uh, uh, to make it more pro-Russian. And, and we saw him talking about how NATO shouldn't intervene to defend, necessarily should intervene to defend our Eastern European allies if they're attacked by Russia. So I think when you put all this together, it's a, it's a disturbing picture. And I think voters need to reflect on that. What evidence is there that the Russians were behind this in terms of the hacking or in terms of the timing by WikiLeaks? Well, I, I, we need to let the experts speak on this. It's been reported on in the press uh, that the that the hackers that got into the DNC are very likely to be uh, working in coordination uh, with Russia. And again, I, I think it's if the Russians, in fact, have these emails again, I don't think it's very coincidental that they're being released at this time to 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 create maximum damage uh, on Hillary Clinton and to help Donald Trump. But it's a very, very strong charge at your level in here. <clears throat> You're basically suggesting that Russians hacked into the DNC and now are releasing these files through WikiLeaks to help elect Donald Trump. Well, this isn't my assertion. Uh, there are a number of experts that are asserting this. I think we need to get to the bottom of these facts. But that, that is what experts are telling us. Experts have said that it is the Russians that, in fact, went in and took these emails. And, and then if, if, if they are the ones who took them, we have to infer that they are the ones then, then releasing them. All of this should give you chills. All of this should shake you to your core. It is how these people operate. Luckily, they are going to jail for this. And hopefully they stay in jail for a very, very long time. How will they stay in jail? How would they really go to jail? Well, the most important thing to do is investigate this, to actually bring this to the forefront and start dragging people in. James Comey, Hillary Clinton, Christopher Steele himself, drag people before committees in Congress and, and, and truly investigate this matter. This must never happen again. Republicans will never win again in this country unless we take this kind of stuff seriously. These people are duplicitous. They're malevolent. And they wish to destroy this country from the inside. They'll do anything for power. This is a perfect example of this. I think that the best crystallization of this is uh, Stephen Miller, who was one of the top officials inside of the Trump administration, uh, one of the really intelligent human beings who crafted a lot of policy, a lot of really smart policy. But Stephen Miller went off last night on Fox News about what this Steele dossier and this Russian collusion narrative did uh, to hamper Donald Trump and how it robbed the American people of having a president that could act in good faith on behalf of the country. It was passionate. It was important to listen to. And you got to hear, you got to hear this man out. Listen to the pain in his voice. Truly, we lost, we lost something as a country here. It is existential, Jesse, for the survival of our democracy that the deep state be cleaned out. It is a constitutional crisis that the president of the United States cannot fire at will government bureaucrats, including those working against the administration, working against the country. You have a situation here where you have the deep state, the DNC, colluding with Russia to overthrow the Trump presidency. And yet, because of our unconstitutional civil service laws, you can't even fire these people. It is a threat to American democracy. If this was happening in a foreign country, the State Department would say that it was a failed state. I know a lot of people who worked in the Trump administration. Like, I feel this pain. This is, this is sick stuff. These are sick people. 
These people should be nowhere near power. They just destroy. They destroy. And, and he's right. The American people elected Donald Trump in spite of everything that Libs did in order to try and destroy this man and to shame this movement. The American people elected Donald Trump. I was at Donald Trump's victory party covering it as a reporter in 2016 in Manhattan. And I was there. And, you know, I was watching this live and I was saying, this is, this is really earth-shattering stuff. This is really earth-shattering stuff. And now you're starting to see it play out all over again, all across this nation. It's really remarkable. It's really disgusting how much these people hate America and hate the will of the American people. They really do despise the people in this country. They really do think that they are deplorables and irredeemables. That's what, they, that's what Hillary Clinton called the Let's Go Brandon movement and the MAGA movement and the America First movement. Deplorables and irredeemables. They're sick, they're sick human beings. They're sick human beings, and they need to be ripped out of office, root and stem. It's happening now. It's a beautiful thing. There's a lot of people who are awake now to the malevolence of this, and we, we pray for John Durham. We want him to continue his march uh, on behalf of, of our movement and, and certainly on behalf of free people uh, across this nation as he exposes exactly the capacity of this rat's nest in order to bite and in order to gnaw at the foundations that make our nation free and our republic work. God bless him. Uh, many, many, many more indictments to come, please. Many, many, many more arrests to come, please. The big one that I have a question is, how was James Comey, how did James Comey not know this? If the FBI knew that all these people were lying in 2017, how did James Comey not know this? James Comey was sitting there briefing the president on the dossier. He knew it was false. No way. He knew it was false. He knew it was made up, yet he's briefing the sitting president of the United States on it and acting as though it's like this really big investigation and they really got to get to the bottom of it. Dude, what a garbage, what a garbage, what a garbage pile these people are. What a burning dumpster fire these people are. And you want to look at true threats to democracy? This is it. You pay for a bunch of Russian disinformation. You shop it to the media. You make it so heavy an echo chamber that they, we create a special counsel to look into nothing. And you sit there and the head of the FBI who knows this is trash brings it to the attention of the sitting president of the United States. He knew what he was doing. These people must go to jail. All right. Well, they've done enough damage. They do a lot of damage to this country. They do damage to the fabric of this nation. The fabric of this nation is made up of hardworking Americans, hard workers. Some of the hardest workers in America are farmers and ranchers. I bet you know a few. I grew up in Iowa. I certainly know farmers and ranchers. I, I worked on a farm mucking hog stalls uh, my entire uh, uh, childhood growing up in Iowa. Big old shovel, big old hog stall. Man, it was dirty work, but it was good work for the soul. I mean, truly, it really showed you how hard farmers work to put food on your table. And we really appreciate that, especially now when supply chains are stopping all foreign goods from coming into this country. You really have to appreciate the American made goods. It's why I support good ranchers. Good Ranchers delivers 100% American-made meat right to my door. T-bone steak, New York strip, chicken that has already been marinated is delicious for fajitas right off the grill. You just drop it right into the pan or slap it right on the grill, guys. Good Ranchers supports American farmers, American ranchers. This is all American-made meat. That means it's the best meat. It means it didn't get shipped here for hundreds of hours inside of some tanker sitting outside of Long Beach. 
because the communists in California can't figure out their own COVID policies and their own shipping policies. No, no, no. This stuff never needed to be frozen and inside of a container. This stuff comes from America. It comes right to your door every single week. And we are just really, really thankful for Good Ranchers being a supporter of this show. Last week, Good Ranchers had to upgrade their website to handle the amount of traffic that came from listeners of this show. We just want to say thanks to Good Ranchers for supporting us. It was uh, trouble to order last week, and so Good Ranchers is giving you an extra special limited time offer for ordering now. Go to GoodRanchers.com backslash Benny right now and get 10 free bistro, bistro fillets. And even better, subscribe and save $25 on each box of mouth-watering American meats for life. They'll show up right on schedule at your door. That's right, 10 free bistro fillets and a $100, that is a $100 value, and free express shippings. Go to GoodRanchers.com backslash Benny. Use the code at checkout to get 10 free bistro fillets. They are delicious, just like everything that ships from Good Ranchers, and express free shipping for life. That's what you want. Support American farmers and ranchers and eat like an American. Well, uh, someone was living like a Floridian. Someone who is an American was traveling down to Florida to live like a Floridian. Now, I live in Florida, and I love it here. I talk a big game about Florida. I love my governor. Got to chill with Ron DeSantis actually the other day. My wife, who is a nurse, spoke at an event with Ron DeSantis. I moved from a blue state down to Florida for the extra dose of freedom, you see. I moved from a blue area, I suppose. D.C. isn't even a state. D.C. should never be a state. D.C. should be broken up. Uh, But I moved down here because life is great in Florida. Now, there are propagandists in the media who are paid by a certain political party, who are paid by a certain political worldview in order to dunk on Florida because Florida is... Florida of right now was never supposed to happen. Florida was supposed to be won by a Democrat who subsequently after losing was found um, uh, all, 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 you know, OD'd naked on the floor of a hotel room. Thank God, Andrew Gillum, the state was saved from Andrew Gillum. But Florida would have been a vapor of its current self if that man was governor. No, no, no. But Ron DeSantis happened and Ron DeSantis has saved the state and has acted as the number one bulwark against Joe Biden. Ron DeSantis actually uh, embraced uh, the Brandon movement, the LGB movement, this this week, and we have that clip for you coming up. But what's most important is that it's so good, life is so good down in Florida, that even libs, even the libs who are paid to attack Florida on CNN are down here vacationing. The lowest IQ, biggest smooth brain lib on CNN is a guy named Don Lamont. Don Lamont went on tirades about how bad life is in Florida. Uh, Let's go ahead and listen to what Don Lamont said on his CNN show about Florida. And then there is Ron DeSantis. You can always count on him to try to turn a deadly disease into an applause line. Politicians want to force you to cover your face as a way for them to cover their own asses. That's just the truth. Even though it doesn't, it's not, it's not proven to be effective, they want to continue to do it. God, that is just such bunk, or just to say this is bullshit. Really. Just call it what it is. They want to protect kids, Governor. What do you want? 
The CDC and the AMA both agree that masks reduce the transmission of the virus, but DeSantis reacted to the Miami-Dade School Board's vote today in favor of a mask mandate with a statement pushing the same old misguided bad faith view of freedom. This has nothing to do with freedom. Wow, it sounds terrible. Why would you ever want to come down here? Don Lamont lives in New York. Why would Don Lamont ever want to come to Florida? It sounds like an awful place. Well, I mean, is anyone even still alive down here? Ron Death Santis, right? Well, interesting little video surfaced this week on the internet uh, that showed Don Lamont in Palm Beach vacationing with no mask and enjoying the beautiful sunshine here in Florida. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, Press Secretary Christina Pouchois, tweeted in a reaction to the video saying, Welcome to Florida, Don Lamont. Thanks, Governor Ron DeSantis. You can enjoy the Sunshine State's beautiful weather mask-free. Here's what that video sounded like. I want to thank you. He's like a big marketing guy. I want to thank you. Yeah, Don Lamont, right? Yeah, okay, yeah, it's Halloween today, right? It's how, it's, yeah, oh, Don Lemon, that's okay. Well, I want to thank you. No, thank you so much. And you're in the great state of Florida. I hope you guys enjoy it. I got you, Don. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Ron DeSantis had a message for Don Lamont and all the people who were offended by the Let's Go Brandon chants uh, or, or, that have been sweeping the nation. We played for you uh, recently how Donald Trump has endorsed the Let's Go Brandon chants. Donald Trump was posing with a Let's Go Brandon dress being worn by Lauren Boebert, Congresswoman Lauren Boebert, uh, recently. And, Don, uh, and Donald Trump was laughing and smiling and pointing when people were chanting Let's Go Brandon at him at the Atlanta Braves game. Well, it's gone from Trump to DeSantis down here in Florida. DeSantis gave what I believe to be one of the funniest lines ever spoken by any politician ever when he called Joe Biden administration the Brandon administration. Listen to this. Uh, if you look at that, if you look at what's going on with, with some of the big corporations, with their woke agenda, when you look at the Biden, the Brandon administration in terms of what they're doing. <laughs> Oh man, that clip is amazing. Did you hear Ron DeSantis laughing at himself? You hear him like chuckling at his at his own joke? This is just a just a just a thing of beauty. You love to see it, you know? You love to see it, as the meme says. Ron DeSantis was at that event announcing his new effort in order to secure elections in Florida, increasing fines and penalties for election fraud and creating a state police force, a law enforcement agency, in order to look into election fraud cases. This needs to be done across the nation. It should be done federally, quite frankly. It's such an important question, uh, reading to you here from Axios. Ron DeSantis wants, uh, plans to form a statewide law enforcement agency to investigate election crimes as part of a raft measure on voting laws to be considered in next year's legislation legislative session. Why it matters, DeSantis used his news conference on Wednesday to echo the kinds of claims former President Trump has made about voter fraud. Uh, nearly $6 million Office of Election Crimes and Security would have 50 employees to investigate election crimes if DeSantis gets his way. Uh, between the lines, this comes after... Uh, former Trump advisor Roger Stone said he may be forced to run for Florida governor if DeSantis doesn't audit votes cast during the state in 2020. Listen, uh, guys, there does need to be audits. There should be audits after every single election. What's wrong with that? 
If you didn't cheat, and if your election is sound, what's wrong with audits? There is absolutely nothing wrong. Only the people who cheat, only the people who are fraudulent don't want audits. There's perfectly nothing wrong with that. If my, you know, if, if, if I'm not spending money correctly and my wife wants to see like my credit card bill, uh, then I think that I'm going to be scared about that. I'm going to say, okay, uh, no, 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 don't look at the bill. But if I have nothing to hide, then I'm going to be like, yeah, sure, look at the bill. What, what, are you, what, are you, what are you going to see on my credit card bill? Gas station, Chick-fil-A. Gas station, Chick-fil-A. Gas station, Chick-fil-A. <laughs> that's, that's, that's about it. <laughs> All the Amazon charges are on Kate's bill. Uh, what, what Ron DeSantis is sitting here saying is like, what's wrong with looking into this stuff? It, this should happen every single election. There should be an audit of the voter rolls. You should make sure that the people who cast ballots are American citizens, are alive, and are registered to vote in the right places. Again, when you make the ballots as worthless as the paper that they are printed on, you will not have free and fair elections. And you won't have free and fair elections until people actually go to jail for committing fraud. So it is important to put in these kind of... Going to jail is what Ron DeSantis wants to do for uh, people in Florida who want to commit fraud. DeSantis says uh, he wants the state legislature to elevate the crime of ballot harvesting to a third-degree felony require timelines for supervisors of elections to clean up voter rolls of ineligible voters and prohibit unsecure haphazard drop box, lo drop box locations in Florida. All good policies. All common sense policies. Everything common sense. Everything making sense. That is the modern day right. The new Republican Party is, yes, this makes sense. It doesn't make sense to have multi-gender bathrooms. No. It doesn't make sense to teach our kids racism in school. It doesn't make sense to spend trillions of dollars on pet projects and slush funds for ourselves and our corporate friends when Americans are suffering economically. It makes no sense. But the Democrats are going to triple and quadruple down on stupid, and they are going to fail. Uh, the most recent antics is the attack on Joe Manchin in Washington, D.C. Earlier this week, uh, Manchin said he won't be pressured into supporting a $1.75 trillion expansion of the nation's social safety net. Social safety net. Yeah, okay. Read the bill, guys. Read the bill. There's no social safety net. The Presidio Club, which is the club that maintains the gardens around Nancy Pelosi's house in San Francisco, gets like $2 billion in this thing. Yeah, is that the social safety net? Funding the richest people in America to make sure that they have probably illegal labor to trim their hedges? Yeah, okay, social safety net, idiots. Urged House progressives to pass the $1.2 trillion infrastructure bill. Uh, this is what Manchin, this is what Manchin said on the issue. I, for one, won't support a multi-trillion dollar bill without greater clarity about why Congress chooses to ignore the serious effects of inflation and debt that have on our economy and existing government programs. For example, how can I in good conscience vote for a bill that proposes massive expansion to social programs when vital programs like Social Security and Medicare face insolvency and benefits could start being reduced as soon as 2026 in Medicare and 2033 in Social Security? How does that make sense? And I don't think it does. So after essentially putting a putting a bullet into the head and a stake into the heart of Joe Biden's uh, 
singular begging of, a begging of a legislative accomplishment, uh, activists from the Sunrise Movement, a climate group, swarmed him in the street, uh, screaming, we want to live in his face, violating his social distance, uh, and clearly violating his personal distance as they stopped him also from leaving his parking garage, uh, swarming his car. The tactics used by leftists uh, have been ongoing for a few months. In late September, activists uh, on kayaks piled up to paddled up to Manchin's houseboat to encourage him to support the legislation. Days later, Cinema, uh, Kristen Cinema, who also is not going to be voting for these bills as they stand, uh, was harangued while trying to use the bathroom at Arizona State University, and she was also followed onto a plane by illegal aliens screaming at her. Tell you what, you want a case for deportation, there it is. Harass a sitting senator while she's sitting in the bathroom. Disgusting thing. As the left flails and spirals out of control, Pelosi is going to be bringing up this uh, this bill after resounding and crushing defeats in Virginia. She did the same thing during uh, the Obamacare debates. The, le- the midterm elections were savage then. They lost 63 seats. She still shoved forward Obamacare and then doomed her entire caucus. No one should be following along with Nancy Pelosi right now. It is going to be the end of your political life. Uh, the value of your political life me- is in winning re-election, and you will not win re-election if you follow along Nancy Pelosi. She has been certain to lose Democrats. Hundreds of seats. I guess we should like. I guess we should be okay with it. But Pelosi is going to plan is planning on bringing these bills to a floor vote very soon. Maybe they'll pass. Maybe they won't. They definitely won't pass the Senate. The Biden agenda is 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 dead. And if they do pass the Senate, they're going to be utterly rewritten by Cinema and Mansion. Uh, Kevin McCarthy was furious about this today. Kevin McCarthy went out on a uh, went out on lit. Nancy Pelosi's broomstick on fire before she she jets off to Europe again for the third time. Jets off to Europe for the third time this year. Nancy Pelosi spending more time in Europe than in America, certainly than in her district. Have you ever been to Nancy Pelosi's district, by the way? It is filthy, disgusting. It is just a grotesque district. We've gone there a lot. Here's what Kevin McCarthy had to say about the entire process, Pelosi shoving forward uh, this unwanted bill by the American people. Tuesday's results show an important truth. Voters from Virginia to Texas to Seattle to Minneapolis to New Jersey sent a mandate to their elected officials. Stop catering to the progressive left and work on solutions that will improve the lives of your constituents. Even the New York Times editorial board agrees. Elements of the reconciliation plan are part of a sharp leftward push in the party. The New York Times agrees you got thousands to millions of voters who just gave you a very clear message. And where are the Democrats today? Breaking their own rules, setting new records of just keeping votes open, and trying to intimidate and bully members to vote for something. Kevin McCarthy, boy, uh, we're going to have to do some emergency surgery on Kevin McCarthy to remove his extra spine, uh, to remove the uh, testicular... <laughs> The 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 testicular fortitude being gained by Republicans across the nation. It is 
uh, really something pleasant to see. It is something wonderful to hear. Uh, it was something that we fight for on this show. We want Republicans to fight more. We want the people inside of the freedom movement to be encouraged. We want you to be seeing the benefits of awake Americans gathering together and fighting for our country. All America has ever needed is a few patriots to stand up and say, no, no. That's all you ever need. And patriots are saying that across the nation. Patriots are saying that now we are repudiating dark blue dark blue states. Imagine what's going to happen inside of red states. Imagine what's going to happen inside of purple states. No Democrat is safe. No Democrat is safe in 2022. It is going to be a red tsunami. Uh, they've been calling it a bloodbath. We shall see, but we will keep fighting here on The Benny Show. My name is Benny Johnson. And this is The Benny Show. <laughs>